This is Opposite Attractions, Season 2, Episode 11. Good Company! The Challenge, a sponsored attraction. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the happiest podcast on earth. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the Adventurers Club wannabe himself, Mr. Jim Murphy! You, you don't sound like you just woke up, but hello, welcome. I woke up like this. Actually, I didn't wake yeah, up. I like, woke up like this. Yeah, I didn't wake up like this. I was like, "Oh man, gotta put on clothes and quaff my hair just so, and then we could do a show." I guess. Fuck it. I, there was stuff I was gonna talk to you about, and I'm still gonna talk to you about them. But I, something just popped in my head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had a I had a coworker basically chastise me for my foul language. Uh, oh man, that's and I said fucking dumb. and I said that I I worked at Walt Disney World for like six months and I was fine. I wasn't like running up to like little kids, like hey little buddy, go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like like <laughs> that didn't happen. So I was like, I can I can control myself when I want to because she made a comment of like, can I control myself around children? Because like there's no children at my job. Like yeah, d- fucking <laughs> yeah. duh. I worked. Like, at I'm Disney. a former employee. Yeah. yeah, the only... I, did, I just did that, I did all that stuff backstage instead of in front of children. Yeah, Because the... that'd be awkward. Like, I'm a corporate icon. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> the, fucking hell. <coughs> the only time anything like that happened was my first day at Build-A-Bear, where I can't even remember what happened. I just remember going up to, like, a, uh... Like, they were probably, like, 15 years old or something, but you could tell they just came from a Hot Topic. Because they was just, like, <laughs> all in black and, like, a... a Coheed and Cambria shirt or something, and I just walked over and was like, "Yeah, you should do this for your bear." Yeah, I noticed you were wearing all that shit, so I was like, and then I went, "Oh, let me walk away real quick." I just said shit to basically a child. I know that I know they're probably fifteen, so they say it themselves, but still, uh oh. Whoops. Yeah. So. I did want to bring up the fact that apparently the the slowest roller coaster of Japan derailed and no one noticed. Wait, hold on. You did every time you've told me you've said it derailed. You did not mention that no one noticed it derailed. Well, ap- apparently, what happened was is it it stopped, and uh, witnesses say that, or at least one witness said that uh, they didn't notice at first because it, mo- it was moving so slowly to begin with. Uh, but apparently, like, a wheel came offline, and the employees just started, like, banging at it with a hammer. But when the people in the cars were like, hey, what's going on? Why are we stuck? Uh, they didn't tell them. They just, like, didn't say anything. What? And eventually, uh, the people in the cars called emergency services, and so, like, the police showed up, and then they explained to them what happened and got them down from the, the highest peak of the ride, a, a staggering 16 feet. Jesus. No, I was telling because you told me a bit of this, and I I don't yes. know why, but a slow moving roller coaster somehow seems more terrifying to me than a fast moving one. Well, like I, I told you, eight miles an hour as a top speed is I think close to the top speed of the Tomorrowland Speedway cars. Yeah, except now and, it's a roller coaster. Except now it's a roller. I, 
I, I, I don't know, like, and I think the name of the ride is just called, like, the Family Coaster. Oh, okay. <laughs> Happy Fun Time Family Coaster. Good job. <laughs> uh, but, I, but I've never been stuck on a, on a ride. I've never been stuck on a ride to the point where I had to evacuate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I saw, I think I saw it once when I was waiting to get on the mummy, and it was somebody right before the ride started, and they were just like, nope, not, fuck this, no, I, you know what, I just decided, you know what, actually, actually, fuck this, and so, <laughs> and so, I didn't realize they couldn't just stop it and have the person walk off. Nah, they had to pull out, like, this big-ass magic board that someone had to come walk across, like, everything had to stop for, like, 30 minutes, and I'm just sitting here like, guys, they, I could jump out. I don't care. I've... A lot of the rides have, like, especially the Omnimover rides have the mats where, like, if you would try to jump out, like, you, the second you touch the mat, like, everything shuts down. Oh, yeah. So that you don't get, like, crushed. I, I just, I, I, I don't think I've... My sister got stuck on a roller coaster incline one time for like an, an hour, but then it like started back up again and she just finished the ride. Yeah. Like it wasn't like they had to pull her down in like a cherry picker, but I don't think I've ever been on any ride, Disney or otherwise, where it's like, oh, we've been down for 45 minutes and now we have to walk off. Um, the only time that happened to me was in fact on the monorail. <laughs> and where were you? I was going, I was at the monorail station, I think I was going to Epcot, I may, yeah, no, 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 I was going to Magic Kingdom, and we got on the monorail, and we're like, alright, let's go, okay, we're not going, okay. but you were at least in the station, you weren't, like, hanging out over, like, oh, yeah, no, no, 60 feet in the and air I did, between stations, I did get a, uh, like, four fast passes to compensate, so I lived like a king that day, that is, I have, I, I do have, like, this seek secret obsession with every single time I'm on something, just like, please fuck up. Fuck up so I can get those sweet, sweet FPs, baby. Fuck every up this time, ride. Every time I go down the back of, the backside of Spaceship Earth, I'm like, please do not stop. Please do not stop. I don't want this to stop. Because I cannot imagine having to climb out of a car at that angle and get on oh, those stairs. Oh, yeah. I thought you just because you see them, you can look to your left. They're right there, and they're at a crazy angle oh. to where your face is. Oh, I've wrote it so many times that I'm just like, I know my exact escape route. I thought you just meant that you would be scared that the Wyatt family would come out and attack you after all the fucking <laughs> lights are around you. <laughs> also, I wonder what the fucking like the the future thing is. Just like now, loading your future. Stop. You're dead. <laughs> uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> That's not good, Miss Lady. I wonder if it would. It's better. It's better than the AT and T version of the ride. I mean, I liked the end of the AT and T version of the ride better because there were little vignettes and stuff that you could see that were pretty cool. But when you got to the bottom, to the exit, this voice came on, and it was about fifteen times louder than anything else on the ride. Oh no! And she screamed like, "Welcome to the AT and T's new global neighborhood." Oh, was that? And it was, but it was so incredibly loud. Was it the DNA strand from Jurassic Park? Welcome, no, was, ladies just, and gentlemen. It was a woman's voice, and it was very loud and piercing. And since I've read, I rode that version of the attraction like thirty-five times. Yeah. 
It's really ingrained in my brain. Welcome, Jim Murphy, to AT&T. We got Tyrannosaurus Rex. It was actually what I wrote right after I wrote Test Track for the first time because I needed to calm down. Oh, I still have not wrote that. I think I, I think when we go back in like September, that's definitely going to be my first path. Is like I have to do Test Track. It, it, you've never you've never actually done Test Track. No, it, it, it's not that it doesn't intrigue me. It's just a matter of I was never the guy to be like, all right, let's do it today, yay! I was like, ah, fuck it, I don't care. I got the I got the top score on the uh, on the leaderboard design thing one time. Yeah. I was pretty pumped about that. Welcome to how I felt anytime I got off Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin. <laughs> I know you can't exactly compare to everybody, but I'd at least kick the ass of the person next to me. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about Club Thirty Three again because they okay. they put out that apparently the pricing okay so for starters in disneyland it is a full restaurant yeah and it is very expensive it is like over twenty thousand dollars to become a member apparently there's a long waiting list because rich people got money yeah uh and then you have to pay dues every year and like the dues are like five figures um and but it's a restaurant like it's a full working restaurant uh they're doing four of them in Disney World, one at each of the parks. Yeah. One's going to be in Adventureland. One's going to be at uh, American Adventure. Uh, the third one's going to be at the Hollywood Brown Derby up in the cat, the old catwalk bar that's like above freaking Playhouse Disney or whatever the hell goes on back in that yeah. stage. And the fourth one in Animal Kingdom, they don't even know where it's going to be yet. They haven't even decided. Oh, shit. <laughs> but they're charging $33,000 because of course they are. Fucking hell. That's that's the joining price, and then you have to pay dues of $15,000 a year. And you say, oh, that's a lot of money. That's really a lot of money. No, well, actually, I, is, was, I was mentally going, how can I make that much money? I just want to be able to lord this over other people. Like, oh, are you not a member? This is, this is what's crazy, though. I, I thought that all you got for paying the money was like just the ability to eat eat there. But what they give you if you become a member is uh, you're able to get into any one of the four locations, which originally people were speculating that you'd only be able to get into one. Yeah. Uh, but you also, you get uh, a, uh, basically the top of the line, like annual pass. You get one for you, one for a, your spouse, and any kids up to age 26. Holy shit. It's like it's your like immediate family. It's like health insurance. So... Uh, a Premier Passport, which is the top-of-the-line one, it, that runs about $1,600. Yeah. So even if you only get two, that's $3,200 right there. Yeah. Uh, you also get 50 one-day park hopper passes. What? I guess to give out to friends or whatever. Uh, so that averages out to about uh, $8,500 to $9,000. Because it's like about $180 a day, so it's about nine grand for those. Um, you also get five day, like whole day VIP tours. And that's where you're paying. That's what you're paying for. Because yeah. to go for like 10 hours and get one of those tours, you're paying between five and six grand a day. And if you get three, five of those, that's $30,000. Yeah. So you're getting like 40 some thousand dollars worth of stuff so you're really getting your bang for your buck here you also get access to a private concierge i don't know what that means in terms of like just walking around 
Unless you have a butler following you or Hello, something. Hello, my name is Jenkins. It's very nice <laughs> to meet you. And you also, and you will love this, you also get a limited number of instant fast pass reservations. Wait, what? Which, I, I don't know what the limited number is. It might be one. But still, I, I assume that means you can go and just, like, to your private concierge and be like, Jeeves... Yes, sir. I want to ride the. I want to ride Pandora right now. And he's like, okay, right this way. I'll see what I can do, Mister Murphy. Thank you. But yeah, I was thinking like it was be a total ripoff. But for all of that stuff, and that is, you know, like thirty five thousand dollars worth of stuff. That isn't a bad idea. A bad deal if you have thirty three thousand dollars to spend. Now, does it refresh each year so you start getting more? Because otherwise. Well, yeah, it does. I, it's, it appears to be that you get that every year for paying the dues. Okay. Now, wait, is it only children, or would parents also be included in the extra, like, people you could bring in? Well, it's, it's you get the, for the annual passes, you get one for the yourself, or whoever the member is, one for your spouse, and then any, that says, I guess it's immediate family. But it's anyone like in your immediate family up to age twenty six. Oh, okay. So, if, so, uh, my, so my twenty six year old dad. Yeah. No, guys. So my, he is. So I guess if you if you have two kids, like that's six thousand dollars worth of passes. Yeah. Jim, I am I am not a rich man, and, but one day. And the the annual passes have like all the discounts for dining and merchandise and um, the free photo pass downloads mm-hmm. and all that stuff in there because you're paying $1,600 and, and there's no blackout dates. So if you, so if you go to Disney like three or four times a week, like some people that I met when I worked down there, yeah, then like, yeah, if you got $45,000, $48,000 that you can just set aside, fuck it. I'm doing the math and I don't even think I make enough in the year to pay dues without having to pay for rent or anything else. <laughs> I I I uh I would barely I think beat beat the number and I definitely wouldn't be able to pay for my mortgage. No, nah, no, nah, dog, you don't need to fuck that at this point. Apparently they've given you enough that where you just like we found this guy asleep in Epcot. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't worry about him. That's Jim. Yeah. He's a Club Thirty Three member. <laughs> no, I'm, sl- I'm sleeping on a. I would sleep. Um, let's see, where would I sleep if I had to sleep in Epcot? Where would I sleep? I would sleep. Oh man, I'm trying to think. The bushes of the Rosen Crown seem like a good hiding place. <laughs> You've probably slept there on, uh, but not a planned sleep. Nah, dude, just vomited near them. It's fine. We've discussed it. No, when you were like, you're gonna like this one, Scotty, I thought you were about to be like, also, unlimited free alcoholic drinks at every <laughs> park. And they're like, okay. I would, I would, I would, uh, I would sleep in Mexico. In the building. Yeah, I think Mexico would it's probably... it's always nighttime in there. Mexico would be the easiest place to hide. It's just a tiny building. <laughs> Let me think. Is there a better place to... I just love this weird what-would-you-do situation we're getting into now, which is where would you sleep in any of the theme parks? I'm, I'm saying that they would allow me to sleep there, not that I would be hiding from Oh, okay. But, Jim, let's not worry about that theme park. Let's worry about... Our theme park, because this is a podcast that is barely about what it originally was, where we build our own theme park. Of course, it is Vista. It's 
It's all about voting, interacting, streaming. It's you're in control of the ride. And it's apparently taken on an internet theme, which was never the creator's intention. And I will one, I will one day kill it. I will kill it in cold blood. You are going to enjoy my sponsored attraction for this. That's week. right. And every week, of course, we have a challenge, and I challenged you, Jim, to go out and build a sponsored ride. But um, I'm not saying I fell asleep and did not come <laughs> up with a full ride. But I do have a, I've been actually, I'm sorry I fell asleep. I was just out working all week, going from sponsor to sponsor to sponsor, making the calls, shucking and jiving, trying my best to get them into this theme park. And I've got, I did enjoy your, I did enjoy your Apex sponsorship uh, pitches. Yeah, yeah, well, I've got, I've got, I've got a little bit more. Uh, I've got this one. It's called the Open Cut, sponsored by Germax. And it's half it's half drop ride, half game show, where where five people come out or no two pe- it starts out with two people come out and you have to figure out which one of them has an open cut just by looking at them and then they wash their hands with uh Germex antiseptic properly like whatever and then they're just like ow my hand and if you guessed wrong your seat fucking drops and you lose the game. And then, and then that continues on, but increasing people, so it makes it even more difficult to try to guess who that is. So that's the open cut by Germex. Let's see, we've got... I want that to be a real game show so bad. We've got Pornhub Presents... This is a horrible premise, welcome. I've got uh, Pornhub Presents Wankamole, not sure what that's all about. Um... The Rock and Roller Coaster presented by Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> I wasn't sure how well that one's gonna work out. Um, now I do like this one. It's presented by the Joy of Painting, and it's the Relaxa Coaster. And you know how like they took the I think it was the Mako ride at SeaWorld and put VR with it. Yes, they did. Well, it's like that, except when you put on the VR rig, it's not uh, like a cool 3D image. It's just an episode of Bob Ross's The Joy of Painting. (laughs) And I just kind of want to see how someone's body reacts to having to go through that shit. Where physically, like, physically they know their body is getting taken on the worst ride possible. But inside, they're just painting some happy little trees. How about how about the Yacht Rock and Roller Rink Coaster starring Christopher Cross? The Yacht Rock and Roller Coaster? That's not The Yacht Rock and Roller Rink Coaster. Uh, Christopher Cross, the only man to be to look like both members of Tenacious D at at, at different points in his life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got A and E presents the Beyond Scared Straight Experience. <laughs> <laughs> where you just go th- oh my god that's gonna like you should keep that in your back pocket for next week's challenge that i have for oh, you, yeah. that might be good because all you do is like go through and you just see a bunch of rooms of people yelling at you about you ain't never been in prison i'll make you comb my back hair and you're like what the fuck does this mean i don't know what this means but i guess i'm stuck with it um now this one is presented by an actual pill that exists called Super Male Vitality. And it is the Alex Jones experience. Where you're going on an info war with me this week. 
Jet fuel can't melt. Jet fuel can't melt your fun this summer at Vista. Oh my God! There's a shirt. Oh man! Just going to Alex Jones's website and trying to pick one of his weird dick pills his, he has. His angel fire site. Yeah. <laughs> It's a tying back to last week. It actually does have the dancing baby from Ally McBeal on the front page of it. It's a tripod. It's a tripod web ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see where else. Well, I know this one. Well, I was really excited about this one, Jim, and I feel like this is the one we're gonna go with because they made me an amazing offer. Like we designed an absolutely amazing ride. I'm really excited about it to announce our new partnership. With Toys R Us... Wait, what? They fucking... They fucking what? All of them? They're all closed? The fuck did you do? Fuck... Was it us? Oh, okay. They spent all the money on R&D. Yeah. (laughs) We bankrupt Toys R Us. Um... Now, this one is a little bit more... It's a roller coaster, but Jeffrey the Giraffe rides it and gets his head cut off by the first drop. Now, this one was actually, this one was close to home because I went to the rest of the BS Network board of directors and asked for money, and they said yes, and that's why we now have the BS Network presents the Fuck Jim Experience, where you drink whiskey and hurl insults at an animatronic Jim Murphy. (laughs) That could have been a way, I have a different version of that experience, but it doesn't involve insults. (laughs) the same name of the attraction though. yeah yeah yeah. now um i also had a you know last time i probably did the dumb move of going to universal studios and asking them for a, a ride and they said <laughs> they said go fuck yourself but it's okay now this time i got a little bit more help because disney seemed more than willing to make the make us like they kept trying to give us rides that weren't pot like that good so well, it, well, they like the Vista thing. They're they're fond of that word. Yeah, they so. like they like the Vista thing, and I think they were just like, "Why don't we make this park shitty? That way, people will want to come to ours." And that's why they've given me um, slightly less spacious mountain, <laughs> uh, the Pirates of the Somalian Sea. Um, they finally, I didn't think we were able to get, we're going to get something that would actually have some Disney IP, some Disney movie IP in it, but I did manage to secure the, uh, a boat ride based on the film Home on the Range. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know how well that one's going to go on. Um, now this one, I actually am surprised because Disney hasn't even put this in any of their parks. But I, I'm, I'm excited to announce that we're going to be the home to the first ever ride based on The Lion King. One and a half. So, <laughs> really, dig a ton of dig a well, dig a ton of. Well, the, um, the Circle of Life Theater. That's not a fucking ride. In the land. I know it's not a ride, but it is an experience. Is it? Ba- well, I guess that could be Lion King one and a half. I guess, and then of course, finally to round it all off, uh, the world famous Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just takes you through this wooded forest where this guy makes a bunch of puns about people named Tom. 
Oh, I thought it was actually going to be Tom Cruise on a boat. No, 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 no. It, it is a Tom Cruise. It takes you through a cruise to look at all the Toms of history. <laughs> at one point, the guy has a flashlight. He's like, guys, check this out. Bergeron, Bergeroff. Bergeron, Bergeroff. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we... Tr- <laughs> Oh, God, no, that joke would be too bad. Oh, God, we tried to get Magnum P.I. on this, but we couldn't sell it to him. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. hurts. I'm, I'm slowly writing this ride in my head, and all the puns <laughs> just keep coming up at once. Uh, I, I want to I explain to you my, my sponsored attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, uh, who actually sponsors it is kind of like, I'm going to save it for the end. Okay. So, and there's probably going to be things that are going to make you want to, uh, laugh out loud. Uh, but you, you're probably going to have to wait till the end. Basically, I'm actually thinking of a entire separate freaking area for this park. Like a separate, like we, I, I feel like this experience, we could almost charge people extra to do. Oh, Shit, okay. Basically, imagine like a like a bigger Tom Sawyer Island. Like you go out across a like a little raft into this crazy like jungle beach island thing. Yeah. It's huge. There's like uh rope bridges and zip lines and rock uh, nets you can climb up and all this crate like all these like trails and there's like scavenger hunt type stuff. There's a maze like treasure hunting and then in the middle hidden between behind all the foliage is this derelict old blockbuster video with a skull and crossbones above it oh my you have entered what you have entered the pirate bay oh fuck you is that a little pirate goofy you've got (laughs) it is a pirate goofy Welcome to the Pirate Bay. Does Pirate Bay still exist? I thought Pirate uh, Bay It does in my dream. It does at Vista. <laughs> and even the, the Blockbuster video could have an attraction on the inside. I don't know what that would be, but it could be in there. The Blockbuster is what it's called. <laughs> no, okay, here's what it is. You're in a Blockbuster video on the day it shuts down. And it's kind of like an earthquake end of the world kind of ride. So it's you having to try to escape the blockbuster video. I thought you were going to say it was like a supermarket sweep. Like oh, Toys that's Russ. better. Freaking you got to run through and get all them sweet new releases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Susie's going to the new release aisle. Like Seems like that's a good idea. Yeah, the year is 2012, but Jerry Maguire's still in the new release mm-hmm. section. Have you ever seen the, it's on SNL, the Melissa McCarthy McCarthy sketch where she does supermarket sweep and she just starts stealing everything from the store? That's awesome. Yeah, where she's just like, she grabbed a random standee and tossed it into her car and now, oh, she has stolen, like, and she just keeps stealing shit. (laughs) I need to, I'll have to look Mm. that up. Wait, so is that your whole ride? Yeah, yeah. Basically, I want. I just wanted to do the Pirate Bay as a separate uh, jungle themed adventure land uh, that you could go to and uh, 
and run around in like it was Tom, like a Tom Sawyer Island for uh, uh, media thieves. No, 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 dude. I think we expand this to a full-fledged new section of the park. That's well, that's what I was thinking. Like I would, I could pay extra money to no, no, no. get in there. I want this to be like an advent. Like we have uh, Penis Land, we have uh, Vista Circle, and we have the Pirate Bay. And the beauty of the Pirate Bay is the rides there are just fucking shitty ripoffs of other rides at other theme parks. <laughs> um, uh, Dino Munch Falls, which of course is Jurassic Park. You... Oh crap! Um, Wizard Boy and the floating seats. I really am a fan of that ride. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oops! All music, which of course would just be <laughs> fucking uh, rock and roller coaster. Changey bots. I love changey bots. bots. No, no, that one we actually do get sponsorship from the GoBots. <laughs> Oh god. Yeah, the GoBots experience. Hell yeah, dude. What else could we throw into this little garbage? No, no place? you do the micro machines and that way like micro? the person outside the ride's like four feet tall. And he's talking real fucking fast. fast. Micro machines. Yes, I thought micro machines were cars yeah. though. Not like yeah. transforming. John Machida Jr. Um oh shit, there's gotta be something else. I I feel like I've already busted my load with slightly less spacious mountain and world famous Tom Cruise. The nine midget mine train. The nine. Oh no, Jim! This is a ripoff, so it's only six. It is not nine. <laughs> it's six and it's nine. It's nice. Oh, Jesus, the uh, couple little guys mine train. The couple of. Big round golf ball. Come see big round golf ball here at Vista at the Pirate Bay. Uh, somebody once asked me at Epcot where the fat, where the Star Trek ride was, and I didn't know how to answer that. Star Trek. And then, okay. Yeah, they said they said Star Trek, and I was like, um, and I had to think like, does Universal have a Star Trek ride? And these people were really going to be disappointed. And then his like the guy's like wife was like 20 feet away and she just yells, he means that fast track thing. Oh no. <laughs> I'm just like, it's over there through the breezeway. Go. Oh, you mean speedy cars. That's what you're talking yes. about. Speedy cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, lo I love me. The, I love me the quick truck ride. Oh, for a fast, low rate you can get online, go to the general and save some time. I don't know where we're going to fit that in, but it's there somewhere. He's, he's, uh, he takes the place of Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> As you're walking in, like, on the Micro Machine ride, he's actually there selling you auto insurance along the way. <laughs> oh my god, yes! I think I know my challenge for, like, two weeks from now. After we get your challenge, which is we have to do our Pirate Bay rides, which is just ripping off another theme park's rides. Well, do you want my challenge for next week? Because it's not great, but it's something I thought of a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, basically, I want to see... The, and this is very broad. Yeah. Um. Basically, I want an attraction where part of the... 
ride experience is that you have to put on a body cam. What? Yes. So, like, what the people don't want you to do at other theme parks, we're forcing <laughs> you to do at this theme park. For for whatever that I don't care what the what the attraction is, but for part of it, you have to basically put on a camera and record your experience. Okay, so to then share with the world. Okay, so assumedly, this is not going to be a seated thing, because that's going to get boring for probably three fourths of that entire camp experience. Yeah, I I think it will have to be something with uh some sort of uh yeah something interactive. Oh, dude, I'm already coming up with something, and it's actually kind of the dopest shit I've ever seen in my, I've th- thought of in my well, fucking life. That's a good tease, then, for the next week. Yeah, that's a good tease. Don't tune in, guys. That's how you get audience retention right there, baby. Next time. All right, so Jim Murphy, where can they find you on the motherfucking internet? Um, I th- They can find me on the motherfucking internet the same place they can find me on the regular internet. At the pirate bay dot com slash Jim Murphy on on Twitter at um at apparently smart. I don't think I really need to add, but yeah. I'll say it anyway. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. It's S C O C C Y E M O. Make sure to buy all my books on Amazon. There's Quizzle Corp, Quizzle Corp Risen, BS versus the Gods, and at the end of this is is this coming out in April. This may be coming out in April, in which case the end of this. Um, it will come out. Uh, it'll come out April second. Yes. All right. Then at the end of this month, Quizzle Corp. Uh, Revelations is coming out. So the end of the Quizzle Corp. Saga. It's coming to an end. I'm so fucking sad about it, ladies and gentlemen. But I've I've written a very sad book. But it's okay. I just go miss it so much. Of course, if you guys like hearing me bullshit, make sure to check out the other BS Network products, like a load of BS, where me and my best friend Blake Tanner just sit around and are assholes for an hour. Or Fight Boys, where me, Blake, and our buddy the Dylan talk about pro wrestling and are assholes for an hour. You guys are only experiencing 30 minutes of me being an asshole for an hour. If you want to double that, go to a load of purebs.com and double your daily dosage of BS, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, make sure to pick up your Opposite Attraction merch online at merch.aloadofpurebs in the Opposite Attraction sections. We got shirts letting people... I, uh, dude, I think I may actually make... What was the one that got you earlier? The uh, the Alex Jones experience this summer jet fuel <laughs> can't melt fun. I may make that into a shirt. Um, but yeah, we got shirts uh, for opposite attractions, which I do need to buy before my next Disney trip, so I can just rock, walk it around everywhere. And be like, what is that? And I'm like, don't worry about it, buddy. <laughs> what theme park has something called the Tyrannosaurus Sax? The best yeah, theme park. What's... It's in my mind. Are you Juicy Peaches? What does this mean? It's in my mind. It's in my Rick's land. It's my favorite land of all time. Uh, And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out the Opposite Attractions website and check out all of our older episodes, like our first season, where we built Apex, our superhero-themed theme park. And, of course, you can find that online at opposite-attractions.com. And remember, you can find Jim and me on Twitter at Show. That is spelled O-P-P-A-T-T. S-H-O-W, are you down with O-P-P?